Welcome to another episode of 6 Minute Monday where I give you 6 tips and tricks to make you more efficient and effective in the weight room, the boardroom, and on a football field. Tip number one, it's an exercise tip. If you are looking for a way to take your pal-off holds to the next level, this is it right here. So some of you are saying, hey, what's a pal-off hold? Well, a pal-off hold is you take a band, you wrap one end of it around a pole or a rack, you grab the other end with your hands, you walk away from that pole, and you want to go as far away as you can before that band flings you back into that pole, right? Then you're going to hold your arms out in front of you for about 30 seconds and resist that tension yanking you back into that pole. Now, how do you take it to the next level? Instead of wrapping the other end of that band around your hands, wrap it through a plate. Make it a five-pound plate, a 10-pound plate. You don't need to go crazy. And then you're going to take that plate and hold it in front of you. And then you're going to rotate that plate like you are driving, like it's like the steering wheel of a car. Uh, it adds a complete and total new feeling and impact to the way you're doing your power folds. You're welcome. Okay, tip number two, something I'm experimenting with. I just got uh, wide-toed shoes for Christmas. So I've been talking before on, on a bunch of these podcasts about my, the condition of my feet. They were banged up. I am on this road to recovery with my feet, and I've been putting toe spacers in. And it's pretty dumb to put toe spacers in while you sit in your house and then go crunch your feet into these sneakers or these shoes that you're wearing that, that kind of go into a point. And just really take a look at your feet, take a look at your shoes, and if you wear shoes a lot, you're going to see that your toes eventually, over time, are going to start to form into the shape of the sneakers or the shoes that you're wearing. So if you have these open-toed shoes, you're going to be able to keep a nice, big, flat surface with your feet. You don't want them all crunched up. You want your toe to basically be in a straight line with your ankle. If your toe is jutting in and your pinky toe is junking it, jutting in from your ankle, then they're crunching in. So wide toe shoes. I'm going to let you guys know how this is, but uh, Pete Amorosi mentioned it to me a few weeks ago. I'm all over it. All right. Tip number three, a quote that I am thinking about. This comes from Sun Tzu in The Art of War. And when I think about this, I'm specifically thinking about it as it comes to disguising your coverages and defense, disguising your fronts with your defense. Because all these offensive guys, they're running around all over the place. They have multiple formations, and we're just sitting there like sitting ducks with these guys. So this one, I'm thinking about how do we combat them when we're on defense. So here's the quote from Sun Tzu. The whole secret lies in confusing the enemy so that he cannot fathom our real intent. I'll say it again. The whole secret lies in confusing the enemy so that he cannot fathom our real intent. So, you see these offenses, they'll go in motion, and they'll see if you follow them, and if you do, you're a man. Well, what can you do, defensive guys, to screw them up so they have no idea what you're doing? It's time to take the ball back uh, to our side of the field. Okay, tip number four. Tip number four, something that I'm reading that's moved me. It's called This is Marketing by Seth Godin. It's a great book, one, if you're actually into marketing, and two, I really am, uh, I feel, I really believe, I should say, that marketing ha it has a piece in everything, right? It doesn't mean if you're just a marketer, but say you work in corporate America and you need to pitch your idea to upper management or you need to get people engaged to do what you want to do. Well, a lot of the times you're really just marketing yourself or your project or your idea. So marketing has a little bit to do with everything, and I really do believe it's a great book for anyone who's involved in any form of a business. Having said that, what did I pick up from the book? In the book, he's saying, you know, it's not your job to come up with this great idea and force it upon people. What you really should be doing is finding a problem, and then you come up with a solution to that problem. So what do people need? What do they want? And it caused me to sit back and reflect and say, what am, how am I doing that with advanced training right now? And advanced training has evolved a lot over the years. And when I sit back and think 
of the people that I've talked to on our podcast and I say, name one word. When, when you think of advanced training, what's the one word that comes to mind? Almost all of them said competition. I said, am I giving them enough of a competitive environment? Am I doing it enough? We are doing it, but have I backed off a little bit since we've left the gym? And the answer was 100% yes. So what we are doing based on me reading this book is we are bringing back PowerPoints. So yeah, we have the challenge. Yeah, we have the tough man. And now we're adding a third thing in PowerPoints. If you don't know what PowerPoints is or are, stay tuned because there's going to be a whole podcast on what we're doing with these PowerPoints. But it's just a great way Put it this way. I'll put it simply for right now. We'll get into more details in another podcast. It's a great way for guys to compete against themselves. Like that's the beauty of the PowerPoint. It's you versus you. You know, what was my what were my PowerPoints in January of 2022? What are they in July of 2022? What are they in July of 2023? So now they can compare their PowerPoints and see if they're a better overall athlete. Are they pre- progressing or are they regressing? Okay, tip number five. It's a productivity tip. I am stealing this one from Coach Maraconda. If you have not listened to the podcast, it's the last podcast we did. I think it's in episode number 171. I've listened to it three times. And it's incredible that you can work with a guy every day and not talk to him. You talk to him, but you don't talk this deeply in these deep, long-form conversations. That's why I love doing these podcasts. I love and hate them. Before I do them, I always get like a stomach ache. I get nervous. I'm worried if the, the audio is going to break out, uh, which it has a couple times on, on some of the forums that I've used. I'm worried. I'm just get, I just get nervous. I get anxiety before I do it. I'm like, why am I doing this? But after I do it, I just... You, you, you learn so much. I'm thankful that I did it. I'm thankful I got to speak to him for that long and learn from him because he's an awesome coach. Having said that, his productivity tip to me was positive mental attitude, PMA. I believe he even has, he even has a tattoo with PMA on it. And I said, listen, this is during the podcast. I said, I had a worry list. I did a brain dump the other day of 60 things that I need to do before June. He said, I'm not surprised, but the mind switch is not that I need to do that I am going to do, that I get to do. It's kind of, it's a treat versus a chore. So I've been taking that mindset. I'm not stressed about it. I'm knocking off two or three things a day from that list. But coach, thank you. That was awesome. Positive mental attitude. Okay. Tip number six. This is not, I usually reserve this for the strangest thing I see see all week. And I'm not going to talk about that. Maybe, maybe I will, but I feel like the strangest thing to most people, not to me, I think I've learned this over the years. Uh, I shouldn't, it kind of sounds a little arrogant, but I've learned through trial and error. I'm not going to say I'm some sort of a genius with this thing. Is that recovery, the, the path to recovery, and I'm talking about my broken feet, my broken leg, my broken, when I'm saying broken, not broken bones, but like legitimately banged up, uh, my elbow, my hip, is that it doesn't go in a straight line. If you're looking at an, on an XY axis, it doesn't go in a straight line up and to the right at a 45 degree angle, meaning you get a little better every day. You get a little better every day. It's kind of like that crazy uh, success, sh- success chart that uh, you know, a guy like PJ Flex shows his team, that it's not a straight line. It goes up and down, up and down. It goes in crazy zigzags. So if you are doing some form of rehab, if you're, if you're getting back from an injury, it's not like uh, if I say, look, uh, oh, this part of your back hurts, use a Theragun on it, or do this mobility drill, or do this prehab exercise, or go do foam rolling. Like, it, it's not going to feel perfect the next day. It may feel a little better the next day, but then the day after that, it might feel a little worse. So you can't stop. You have to keep going. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. And the reason I'm saying this is just I went for a quote-unquote recovery run this morning, a recovery session this morning, not a, not a jog by any stretch of the imagination. But I, I went on it and I felt my feet felt the best they've ever felt. 
I'm going on maybe two to possibly three years. My body, my hips felt the best they felt in two to three years. On the flip side, yesterday, they felt like garbage. I mean, I was walking my dog and I was struggling to take a nice walk down the block. So this doesn't mean I'm cured. It doesn't mean yesterday uh, was the end of everything and today was the beginning of everything. It just means it's a steady progression. I need to be consistent. If you're in a similar situation, you need to be consistent and understand that not every day in your recovery of any injury you have or whatever you're doing is not going to be a gradual increase every single day. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. There's going to be ups. There's going to be downs. Kind of like the stocks you have. Some days are going to go up. Some days are going to go down. But the ups are always going to outweigh the downs. And eventually, a year from now or a month from now or a week from now, whatever frame you're on, right? If you're really banged up, it's going to take longer than a week. But it might take you, you know, if you're, if you're like if a simple injury, it may take you a couple days. But whatever it is, whatever that time frame is, when you're done, if you're consistent, you're going to be at a much higher level than what you were when you started. So don't get discouraged. If, oh, man, I foam rolled last night. I put a medicine ball on my back last night and my lower back still hurts. Yeah, it's not going to be perfect. There's going to be good days. There's going to be bad days. You got to stick with it. All right, people, that is it. Enjoy the rest of your week. Go attack your Monday. Bye. This episode is brought to you by Element. That's L-M-N-T. What's Element? Element is the product that came into my life at exactly the right moment. I've been training hard. I've been sweating like a maniac, but unfortunately, after my sessions, I could never kick that feeling of dehydration. It didn't matter how much water I drank. In fact, the more water I drank, the worse it got. My body was telling me, you need more. You need electrolytes. But I refused to go and buy some sugary sports drink and put that garbage into my body. Enter Element. What's Element? It's a tasty electrolyte drink mix. That's right. I said tasty. They have seven different flavors. My personal favorite is mango chili. But most importantly, it's got no sugar. It's got no gluten. It's got no garbage. It's got no guilt. Take it. You'll feel better. You won't feel like a bum after you drink it. You won't feel any guilt after taking it. To get your element today, go to drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Again, that's drinklmnt.com backslash George Mahoney. Get yours today.